Calling all units, calling all units. Donut Shot has a fresh dozen. Go ahead and take a 1040. YouTube's queued up for when you want me to That's weird. It. That cup says my name on it. <laughs> it does. <laughs> is it? Is it real? Is yeah, that how goals, you spell it? Yeah. And everything? Goals, yeah, same exact way. When he typed it into the when he typed it into the group, I was like, "That's awesome." Is it really? Yeah. It's are you saying it's a guy, Chris from Gauls? He would be perfect to get like instead of getting like Air Jordans, you just start wearing Gauls boots. But yeah, right. dude, I'm sponsored. It's totally. Got my own boot. Yeah. Sponsored. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, we could. Is we it recording? Start it up. Yeah, let's with cheers the, it. With the toast and your cheers. goblet. Is it just, <laughs> the goblet. It's ready to go. Boom. Cheers, boys. Look at that. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. We are moving and grooving. Episode three already. Pinky. Right? Trace. That it is. Pinky thing there. Pinky. Well, welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Hello, Nick. Hi, I'm Nick. We got to introduce ourselves. Right. I was hey, told Nick that we from, didn't. Nick from Nick Off Duty. We got some critiques at the last um, podcast we did with Freddie Trillo. Mm-hmm. So one was, hey, introduce yourselves. So those that don't know you, well, I'm Nick from Nick Off Duty. And I'm Justin from Florida. And then today our guest is my friend. I'm going to say your name. And then you can say your name again and tell us a little bit more about you. Christian from TTOG. What's up, guys? I'm uh, Chris with uh, TTOG. That's right. Happy to be here. TTOG. But don't let that. People are probably like, what's TTOG? Chris is an employee with me, law enforcement. Uh, met him about, I don't know, like six, seven years ago in a training that we were with uh, um, some rookies that just started. So after the academy, they do, uh, it's like a post-academy where they bring them in before they hit the road. So it's like extra training. Yeah. And they call in. FTOs from the street, uh, people that have uh, certain training, uh, firearms or whatever. So they call them in to work with them for that week or a month. And that's where I met Chris. I was like, who's this guy? Who's this guy? He's hot. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, man, does this guy know his stuff? Because, again, you're, you're, you, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and go into everything about you. But um, this is not your first law enforcement gig. You were also law enforcement like before that so you had transferred from another department so with that being said uh guys who's listening out in podcast land who's watching on youtube i want to introduce my friend chris hey what's up everybody uh just like nick said so i spent uh just about five years with uh monroe county sheriff's office which is uh down in the florida keys uh paradise ah. as some would know it mm-hmm. very true uh, before I transferred over to my uh, current department mm-hmm. that I work with, yes, uh, you were in, in in Monroe County. You you were an FTO, right? Correct. So you were already state. This is why I was like, hey, who is this guy? Because you started working uh, at our agency, and then all of a sudden you were an FTO. I was like, this guy just got here. How yes. is this guy an FTO? But then I got his backstory. It's gonna make sense because once you're an FTO, you're state certified. So you can... Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you have the state, class that carries yeah, over. Right. Right. Your state uh, certification. So if I was to transfer to another agency, I, I carry those certifications over with me, and then I can start FTOing right. as a rookie at that agency. Not right, really because rookie, training officers are always in high demand for, for the road, for, for new officers coming in, I'm sure. Yeah. A place like that, you know, you got 
lot of people, a lot of new people all the time, a lot of turnover coming in. Especially with somebody with the credentials like my man, Christian. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what, uh, he's going to ha- handle the drops. I'm going to start. I'm going to have to squeeze this information out of you because you oh, seem boy. like a, a modest guy like myself. I'm the most modest guy you're ever going to meet. So humble. Tremendously There's nobody modest. more humble than me. Nobody. So modest. It's a joke. It's sarcasm. <laughs> Told you're modest. Everybody tells you you're modest. So, Chris, don't be modest. Open up. Tell us. Okay, so you're Monroe County Sheriff, right? Yes. You did five years there. Correct. Uh, this is not a deposition. Is Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You can could, you could el- <laughs> elaborate a little right, more. Right. So tell us, uh, before Monroe County, okay, let's rewind even further back. Sure. How did you get into law enforcement? Or did, was there something else before? I know the answer to this. Yes. Was there something else before you're law gonna enforcement? You're going to have to pr- Absolutely, you're like you're just reaching in there yeah. to grab it. This guy's um, a treasure chest. Absolutely, I spent uh, two enlistments in the United States Marine Corps. Two enlistments. What right. is that? What is that? Equals how much time? Uh, yeah. Just about eight years. Yeah, eight years. Long. Thank you. Years. Yeah. Thank you for your duty. service, my friend. Thank you. In the Marine Corps. Yes. All right, Jarhead. One hundred percent. Cran eater. Purple. <laughs> Purple is a favorite flavor? Absolutely. Yeah. I actually, we started with a crayon for him. We're like, no, 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 no. It's gone. I ate it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I give him a pen. You, is that why your teeth are purple? That's right. <laughs> so uh, you went to the Marines. Yes. Uh, straight out of high school? The day I graduated. Really? Absolutely. What, what was the motivation? Uh, you know, growing up, I would see the recruiters at my school, mm-hmm. my high school, and um, I always thought they stood out. I didn't know really what they were about yeah. until I spoke to one of them. Caught my attention. I was an athlete growing up. I played football. All right. Weightlifting team. Doesn't look like it at all. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> you really shrunk down since high school. <laughs> so it, it piqued my interest when it was revealed to me that this is a group of men that come together from all walks of life to accomplish mission sets uh, based on the freedoms of our country. That was important to me. Yeah. Once I saw that, I realized I need to be involved with that team. Awesome. Absolutely. So you you ship out to boot camp. Gone. How was that? Boot camp's boot camp. Yeah? Yeah, you'll hear some people say that uh, boot camp's the hardest thing they ever did. Yeah. Absolutely not even close. No. 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 (laughs) Maybe while you're there, sure. Yeah. You you know, you're being indoctrinated. You're young. Yeah. I'd say most guys are 17 to 22 when they go in. Yeah. So you fall under that age bracket of really just being a standby for curse word shit heel. (laughs) That's okay. We got, we're doing uh, the Marvel, the Marvel uh, ratings. Yes. So if if it flies in Marvel movies. And we're like, hey, we're good. That's ah, good. We're good. It's a good You're, recipe. It's you good. Can, we'll consider you like a superhero. So if oh, Captain thanks. America yeah. says it, <laughs> yeah, then yeah. it's, it's well, okay. Captain America says language, language. <laughs> um, but not Deadpool. Right. We're, not, we're, staying, we're not going R-rated. Deadpool. R-rated. Yeah, we're not going Deadpool. Correct. More of the uh, Avengers. <laughs> Excuse me, a little burp off mic. Whoa. All right, so Marine Corps. Yes. Hardcore. To the core. Yes. Okay, so you, you're over there. Bang. Then, then what happens? First deployment, did a, uh, a UDP to uh, Okinawa. Had a great time out there. It was a young man. What's UDP? Unit Deployment Program. What's that? That's basically where a uh, East Coast unit deploys over to Japan, where mm-hmm. there is a uh, contingency battalion. What do you guys do over there? Booze cruise. 
Boom. <laughs> 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 so, okay, okay. Always come back with a bottle. Yeah, that's some right. Sort of an animal. The nitty gritty. It. it was a booze cruise. Uh, sake bombs and all that stuff. All day. So, so when you when you leave there, you're like, ah, Marines are not that not that bad, huh? That's right. This is it. <laughs> the boot camp is the hardest thing I've ever done. That's it. That's <laughs> and right. then what happens after that? The wars kicked off. Ah. Uh, so what year was that? My UDP was in 2002. 2002. Oh, yeah. Afghanistan had just happened. It was, yeah. it was uh, about 2001-ish. Yeah. I, wanna, I can't remember the exact time frame. So, oh, so hang on. That's, that's my job. Here we go. September, we'll, uh, September 9-11. 9-11 of September, 2001. So September is the, the, the latter part of the Correct. year. Correct. So moving. So right. you got 10, October 11, 12. And then boom, here comes boom. 2012. Right. And it was, it was hot over there. It was Popping off. It was. Absolutely. I remember seeing videos of that yep. and being like, wow, mm-hmm. that is the bullets whizzing. Start date, October 7th, 2001. So there you go. Less than a month after sure. 9-11. So basically we started movement. Into, kicked off. I'm sure that's yeah. the first ground troops were over there. The Delta Delta guys, special yeah. operators Boots were already the in there. Absolutely. Yeah. So you get deployed over there. Mm-hmm. You're in it. You're, you're so I deployed in 03 uh-huh. to Iraq. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, 03 Iraq kicked off. I deployed to Iraq 05. Uh-huh. Um, Still hot two years later? 05 was crazy. Yeah. So what was the mission over there in 05? Hearts and minds. Ah. Uh. Best way to put it. Hearts and minds kind of took over. Counterinsurgency operations. We'd run uh, patrols out of our FOB. Mm-hmm. Ford operating base. Ford operating Thank base. You. I saw that coming. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, we'd run uh, patrols, security patrols, reconnaissance patrols. Uh, we'd basically be out there picking a fight with insurgents. So insurgents are? Bad guys. <laughs> Bad guys. Terrorists. Terrorists. There Correct. you go. The terrorists. Okay. From the old, from the old regime? That sure. Was that was Al-Qaeda in Iraq. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So you're there, and have you ever been shot at over there? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ever been hit? No. People in your company? Yes. On your platoon? Absolutely. Man, that's... You've seen it. You lived yes. it. All right. So we we know that you're legit. And um, and not to say nobody that, that, that they've been overseas or they're in the, the service, that they're not legit, but you've seen the worst of the worst. So that's some credibility there, huh? Absolutely. I mean, I had the job where uh, I was a door kicker, you know? When you have a job that's your mission set and your job title is described as locating, closing with, and destroying the enemy, that pretty much sets the bar for exactly what you're training for stateside and exactly what you're going overseas to do. Wow. So uh, the training consisted uh, because you think, you know, well, again, I get my stuff from movies. Sure. But uh, Vietnam and uh, all Mm -hmm. these jungle uh, terrain, a little bit different than the stuff that is in Iraq. Little urban urban warfare, right? Absolutely. CQB stuff. CQB all day. So that moving forward, you do a couple more tours to Iraq. Right. So you're just Iraq. 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 Okay. I was in Iraq 05, 06, and 07. Mm. And then uh, 07, you're done. Right at the end of it. Okay. Yep. But then you come you come back stateside. Stateside. Yep. What finish happens? out stateside. Finish out my my uh, enlistment. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I get out. Now and what? I moved to Fort Lauderdale, Florida, with one of my buds. Woo! Whoa! Shout out to Fort Fort, Fort Liquordale. <laughs> Fort Liquordale. That's right. So, cheers to that. Cheers to that. Cheers to Fort Liquordale. 
That w- each one of us took a drink. We gotta we gotta work on that one. Somebody somebody has to stay on the. That's all air conditioned yeah. microphones. People all driving the time. like, did, did I lose signal? Did I lose signal? Yeah. So, boom! You're back Fort Liquordale, mm-hmm. 2008. Yep. Then what? Lost in the sauce. Lost in the sauce. Absolutely. What does that mean? Oh, I knew. I, I thought I knew. I which direction I want to yeah. go. You know, it was either fire or police. Should have went fire. <laughs> what a great job! Yeah. Right? Yeah. Regretful to this day. Everybody, My one regret. Absolutely. Everybody <laughs> loves firefighters, bro. Can do no wrong ever. No wrong. Ever. I'm going to bring on my boy, Saavedra, from uh, the fire department. I need to bring him on, and I need to grill him. That's awesome. I need to bring out the truth of these guys. (laughs) (laughs) The secret. What do they know So we don't know? Going back. You're home. You're lost. In the sauce, as you call it, sure. It's a, it's a, that's a real thing. That's yeah, a real thing. Yeah, because people are yeah, like, oh yeah. yeah, they're just normal. They're just normal. They, they left. They were the same, and they should come back and get right back in the society. And you don't. Nope. No, you got to acclimate back to regular society. You know, and um, there's there's a lot of rabbit holes that you could run into and jump in. Yeah, getting out of the military, yeah. especially with whatever crowd you're running with, mm-hmm. you're easily influenced. Yeah, you got to pick one side of the fence. And I know I had one of my buddies, great guy. Dave, my buddy Dave, he had just got out of the Marine Corps a year before me. And he had told me, he goes, hey, man, listen, you got a couple of months to really hang out before you got to figure it out. Yeah. So enjoy it. Hang out. You got some money in the bank. You got six months. You better know what you want to do, what direction you want to go. And otherwise, Bangkok's going to get you, bro. Bangkok. That's right. <laughs> Bangkok's going to get What's you. What's that? Like You've hangover? seen it. You've seen, seen it. Oh, the hangover. Yeah, hangover. Oh, just, oh, yeah. You know, Bangkok That's got it. him. Bangkok oh, got him. Pull him in, okay. and it's just a it's the, dark, un- dark the underbelly. Life. Yeah, the underbelly, man. Down. So it's a real thing. So that's a real thing. So, that's a real so thing. To, so to the younger Chris, that might be, I don't know, coming out. Mm-hmm. You know, in the same situation. Sure. Same, same thing applies. Hey, you got six months, man. Yeah, that's it. Get it together. Absolutely. And hey, you live. You you know there. I have a belief now, looking back, you know, about to be 38 years old. I was a young man when I got out, 25. Still a young man. I'll look down and I'll say, you know, you realize that you're very institutionalized when you're in the military. You're fed. Mm-hmm. They give you a place to live. And you take orders. That's what I say. They tell you what to do. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you're on your own, you got to figure it out. You don't have to do a lot of major decision thinking on your own. Absolutely. And you better make good decisions because if you make bad ones, obviously you're going to get some sort of punishment from there. So you always get a little pow-pow from your upper echelon if you make bad decisions. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Out here, nobody cares. You make a bad decision, you go to jail, bud. That's That's, it. That's true. You're know, you not going to have somebody say, hey, I'm demoting you in rank half a month's pay. It doesn't work that way, you know. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you really got to figure it out and stay, stay locked in. What about, um, like, you know, at the height of that time, you had a lot of contract companies sure. out there and stuff. Absolutely. And so they probably pick off a lot of guys as they're coming out. They do. Uh, they do. Grabbing them up. Absolutely. You know. Security contracting. Security contracting, yeah. Absolutely. I explored that. Yeah. Absolutely. Great pay out here. Very good pay. 
I had dangerous. a buddy of mine. Yeah, it's super. Yeah. Super dangerous. You're not, uh, you don't have all of the assets mm-hmm. that the United States military does at your beck and call. So, so and you're up. For, for the listener out here that's right. like what contracting, so uh, essentially uh, maybe oil company or you're running the convoy, right? Or dignitary sure. over there. Or security yeah, protection. Security, yeah. so, so basically you'd be arm- protecting a FOB, protecting a principal. It just, it just depends on. Your armed security. Correct. Getting paid. Right. Not under the U.S. military. Correct. Your overseer, overseas right. private contract. Right. Okay. I just wanted, I just wanted to mm-hmm. clear that up. Sure. But, uh, but hold on. We're about to take a break. So after the break, we're going to move forward. Okay. Um, that was good stuff, by the way. We're going to move forward into, we're going to catch up to law enforcement. Roger that. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll be right back. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by How to Teach K-12 Online. Uh, It's written by Angela Lawrence. You can find it on Amazon. You can order a hard copy or download the Kindle version. Uh, Inside this handbook, teachers will learn over 20 strategies to support a teacher as they transition from face-to-face to online instruction. Administrators in schools will find a launching pad for professional development. And parents that are homeschooling online for the first time can get an inside scoop into how to teach students in a virtual classroom. So this handbook is ranked number one. That's right. In Espanol, numero uno in professional development in new releases by Amazon. Pick up a copy today. Uh, you can, again, a digital copy on, on your Kindle, or you can order the hard copy paperback on Amazon today. Now, let's get back to the podcast. And we're back, topped off. Yeah, topped man. off. So we were we were lost in the sauce. Okay, you gave the message out to the the, the Chris's of today that are just coming out. Six months. Let's go. That's right. Get the. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, say a curse word. Get the ass in gear. Whoa, man! <laughs> man I really went in on them. <laughs> yeah, no. So potty mouth. Here we go. Bang. Now what? Now what do you what you decide to do? Did you write out the six months? Took a step back. Absolutely, I wrote the six months out. <laughs> uh, six months in a day. Had a blast yes. in Fort Lauderdale. Hey, man, but you know what? You deserve it. Absolutely. You deserve it. Figured out what I wanted to do. Found out uh, the police academy in Monroe County uh-huh. accepted the GI Bill. Oh, wow. Absolutely big a big thing. thing. Yeah. Big thing. So Contacted that, them down there. Uh, GI Bill. So, so essentially paid, paid for you to go to the academy? Yes. Self-sponsored? Correct. Ah. Because Correct. for anybody that's not sure, you either have agencies that will pay for you to go to a police academy, yeah. to attend the police academy, and then usually you are coming into that agency, or you go self-sponsored, so you go on your own, yeah. you, you pay the fees to go, and then that way you can present a packet of a certified police officer trained to get hired. Yeah, Sometimes so- some agencies just want that because they don't have the budget, yep. or they're, just, they're looking for somebody now, today. Yes, they don't right. want to worry about... Losing you for six months to the police academy. Yep. So, so you, you obviously took the a, initiative. On a GI Bill. Went on the GI Bill. Sweet. Moved down to the Keys, Marathon. Mm-hmm. Would drive every day, an hour down, hour back, to the academy. Where's the academy in Monroe? It was in Key West at that time. Oh, wow. Now they have a little, a couple more, I believe. I think it's in, uh, I think they have one in Marathon. Okay. And I think they also have one in Key Largo. That Those are part-time academies. The full-time one is in Key West. Must be rough, it's man. It's interesting that it's Keys. just it's pretty all the awesome. way down there. <laughs> I was going to say, 
It must be rough. Pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. A lot of study time spent. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, I was on MTV Summer in the Keys back in like... Of course you were. 2003, you're singing Backstreet Boys on one of the breaks. Oh, yeah. man. Okay. Is that is that at all available yeah. for me to put in the video of the podcast? <laughs> I don't know. You got to look for it. Don't ever make fun of the Backstreet Boys. I love them. I love them. I love them. All right. Keep going. So that's it. Yeah. Enrolled in the academy. At that time, the director of training down there was Nancy Bunch, mm-hmm. retired Navy uh, commander. Got in very good with her. She thought I was sharp. I don't know what she was looking at. She thought I was sharp. (laughs) I thought I was rather dull. (laughs) She thought I was sharp. Made me the uh, the class captain. Finished out the program as the class captain. Nice. Uh Halfway through, I got hired on with the sheriff's office, so I was able to graduate in Monroe County uniform. And as soon as I graduated, I, I hit the road. Nice. Based out of Marathon, which is District 4. Not... What's 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 it like over there? Suburban fields. What is it? It's hard to describe. Huh? It, it is hard to describe, especially per key. So if you're asking crime wise, there's crime everywhere. Yeah, of course. It's definitely not as violent. Not even close to any larger cities. Yeah. Uh, for working its way from Dade County up. Yeah. You know, it's easy to be keezy. But they do have a lot of domestics, yeah. DUIs, lower unit boat motor thefts down there. Mm, yeah, so yeah, Absolutely. a lot of, a lot of property about, theft. And they, get, they have their share of shootings, police-involved shootings. I mean, it's island life. It's the United States, but it's island life. Island life is awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah man. What about... Uh, <laughs> That's right. What about... Um, Margaritaville. Uh, like... Schmugglers and uh, tons of them. Yeah, so I was gonna say yeah. Coast Guard's down there. Yes, Border Patrol's down there. You got Customs are down there. They got awesome vessels. You know these guys are intercepting boats coming in all the time. So BTW is gonna do a police cars episode. That's pretty with awesome. Coast Guard. Yeah, it's coming up. Well, season two Dope. ended season one. But anyways, awesome. nice, nice. So a lot of traffic accidents. Absolutely. On yeah. uh, especially on on you know overseas. Those highways. are terrible. Yeah, yeah. Because they shut it down. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. one lane in, one lane out. Yeah, <laughs> which then caused a ripple effect. That's either it. North or south, because you got now people getting ticked off and violent that you're having to deal with. Absolutely. Probably. Any hurricanes come through there? The last one, I believe. When you were there? No, not while I was oh, there. Okay. Oh. No. We got one right now that's passing us. It could have hit us today. Yeah. Yeah, it's out in the Gulf right it now. It wasn't committed. No. no. It's like they didn't want none of that. Yeah. No, it's going total 2020 on New That's Orleans, right. though. Yeah, man. New That's Orleans right. is getting it. Good, uh, your prayers for those guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so Monroe County Sheriff's, mm-hmm. you're there. FTO, you, uh, yes. you're, you're an FTO now. How mm-hmm. long before you became an FTO? Uh, one year. One year? Yes. Wow. Squared away. Squared away. Not a lot to pick from. No. <laughs> The shiniest, the shiniest crayon in the box. Yeah. Sharpest crayon in the box. That crayon was yeah. sharp and shiny. Yeah. <laughs> you were a captain in the academy? Come Hello. On, man. Yeah, so anyways. <laughs> uh, okay, so bang. FTO, and then you they have a SWAT team. They have they a SWAT do. element over there. Absolutely. You're like, I did that overseas. I can, I can hang. I could do that. What, what SWAT school was over there? They used to do their own in-house, so at the time that I was there, you were able to pretty much pick whatever school you wanted to go to. Uh-huh. If you go, you pass. You come back certified. Mm-hmm. Bring that back. I don't know 
or I'm not aware if they're trying to get back to that old adage of them doing an in-house one. I kind of feel like that's a little bit better. It's more structured. Yeah. You've got your own guys teaching the tactics that you know that your team uses. Kind of makes life a little easier than yeah. sending dudes out all over the state or wherever they want to go, and everybody comes back with different tactics, you know? Yeah, because yeah, there's no uniform SWAT, right? There's no uniform SWAT... Uh uh, tactics, like correct, or, or there is no, there's no. not. So each SWAT school, more or less the same stuff, right? More or less depends where you're at. Yeah. So, but but in essence, it is uh, um, unique to each school. I would say yes. Yeah, I know for sure because I know at uh, our PD is is very uh, it's a waterborne. They have waterborne, and you go to some other SWAT uh, schools, they're like, what mm. in the water? Yeah. Our SWAT school is the experience. Yes. Uh, people it's come the experience. from all over the world. All over the world to attend it. Yes. And, uh, you oh, know. I think I've seen a vlog about that. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that program was built by uh, police, officer that were, police officers that were former Special Forces Vietnam vets. They came back, put together a program that pretty much touches on all facets of tactical operations. And that program has been successful, I'd say, going on 40 years, maybe a little bit longer. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Incredible. Uh, High attrition rate. That school is a vetting process more so for your heart than your physical ability or your attributes. You know, we're going to break you down no matter what it is. Yeah. I vlogged it. You vlogged it. You've been there. I and I and I quit after the second day vlogging. I'm like, no, nah, this is too much. Absolutely. <laughs> you got you got <laughs> the you got those uh, the bunny ears or something. Yeah. Like you got well, you know, it's, it's so intense. Helmet. We've had guys. You know, we get military from the United States that attend from all over the world. We had I did tours for two uh, German guys. They awesome. came to my PD and then they were like, oh man. I'm like, is that still going on? Yeah. And they're like, let me let me not uh, for us. Let <laughs> but me it was interject. their vacation. Though. Let sure. me interject because we jumped in a timeline. Right. And I don't oh, want yeah. to oh, yeah, yeah. jump because we're not talking about Monroe County right now. Crack the whip, sorry, sorry. Nick. Let's no, I just because somebody might be listening and go, How, wait, where am I right now? So yeah. did I just miss something? You know? Did Justin screw you're up? Right. Yes, you're yeah. right. Yes, you're right. So to go, to good go, call. Yeah, we're going to uh, we're going to get to that. Yeah, this I, guy wrangling the show. Hey, sure. hey. I've, I learned. I'm learning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to improve on my craft. Yep. Very good. So to, to go back, Monroe County. You tried out for the SWAT team. Right. Made it. Made it. Boom. Got to pick the How many school years that I wanted to go to. How many years before? How many years before you became SWAT? I was SWAT within six months. I came out of the academy SWAT. No, it was, no, it was within six months. I had a, they, you know, they obviously waived it because they saw my previous military and just the sincere fact that I had just deployed, got back, and within a, time, a year time frame, I was already on the the road yeah you're fresh on patrol i'm fresh yeah you know they wanted a go-getter they wanted somebody that's got pertinent knowledge yeah. of combat operations overseas to, so for to come that, on board what is what is common with an agency and how long you can become SWAT? what's the normal policy and procedure from what i've seen it obviously it depends on the agency some agencies have waivers yeah so they'll okay. waive it on your personal experience your background um certain agencies are couple years two years three years yeah. 18 okay. months it just varies on the department that you're at okay that's good 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 information so it's you, good so you're good you're boom you that's make right. it you what what school did you go to so i went to the miami-dade college miami-dade college absolutely swat school yep 
But that's not the only SWAT. That's not the only SWAT spot went to. So <laughs> so wait wait wait. That, I want to I want to I want to guide you. So you go to the Miami Dade yes. College one, right? Uh, Fail. You failed the Miami Dade. Failed it. Wow. Failed it. Okay. Absolutely. What, what, what? Turning point in my life as a young, arrogant dude. Mm. So remember, I just got out of the core. Things are lining up. Everything's going great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We get out there. Great instructors. Great course. Get out there to qualify on pistol. This is 2010. And I remember I'm on the line. It was hot. It's always hot. When yeah. is it not hot? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a given. It's get on the line. It's the old FDLE 25-yard qualification. And I slung seven out. Wow. Out of 48, right? 48, yeah. yeah. That was not a passing score. No. But I was really, that was my first attempt. Second attempt, psyched myself out. I got into my own head. Yeah, that's the, that, that's the worst. I got into my own head. And that was it. You know, when I, when I got shipped off that day, I told myself, I go, hey, man, that'll never happen again. That's a humble pie. Yeah. That's humble, humble pie. Yeah. You just got it all at the, the next whoa everywhere, you. and it's at the next level because that's something that sure that's something that you 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 know that's not just a let me just show up and show out yeah. commitment. That's I need to get ready physically. So that's months that you've put in mm-hmm. right for this mission set. I want to get ready. I want to ensure I'm prepared. The thing that a lot of people don't realize is if you focus primarily on one thing. And let another thing kind of lay a little dormant because you feel really good about it. Mm-hmm. You're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah. And that's what I did. So I got there. I got booted. Came back. One of my guys made it. Um, very happy for him. Very proud of him. Yeah. And it gave me something to work for. It gave me something to work for. It, it, I set my sights very high. And my own worst critic is myself. I'm the same way. 100% no doubt about but, that. But that's what makes you better. Exactly. If and you're like, oh, man, I'm, I'm the best. Sure. Oh, I killed that last Definitely podcast. Not. Yeah. Don't need to, to get better at all. That's right. And then you're never going to, you're going to be like. Right. So always, 100%. Always get better. Always yeah, man. get better. I committed at that exact moment to mastering the craft of all my weapons that I use. And that's where I took it to the next level. I just started going to training after training after training, specializing in handgun and rifle, handgun, rifle, handgun, rifle. You know, and I learned the intricacies of a handgun. Because I told myself, this will never happen again. Because in the Marines, rifles, a lot of rifles. Primary. Primary rifles. Primary. Flip it for law enforcement, pistol. primary pistol. Absolutely. So, makes sense. Yeah. So, it was the handgun course that, that beat you. Crushed me. <laughs> it crushed me. It killed me. Yeah. <laughs> we shoot AK-47 in my sword school. <laughs> so, boom. Now you go. You're taking courses. How long before you take the next? Is every year SWAT? the next SWAT school? I do. Um, so I decided that at that time to go with Miami Dade SRT. Mm. Passed the tryout. There wasn't a very abundant amount of guys that did pass that tryout they ended up canceling the school for that year went to jacksonville swat jacks beach pd i'm sorry jacksonville beach pd did their swat school 65 hours crushed it had a great time that same qual crushed it felt great very accomplished feeling i worked for it i wanted more Ooh, i wanted more at that point that was it i when i got that i needed more what what do you think it was that if you look back and critique yourself, what, what threw you off on that? 
that first call? And yeah. how did you fix it? Was it grip? Or what was it? Because pistols, immaturity. Really? Absolutely. I got this. Immaturity. No, I don't need to listen to you. I know what I'm doing. You know, so they have this thing. It's called um, an emotional disconnect. Mm-hmm. And I preach this in the classes that I teach now. You need to be able to, in these types of professions, whether it's law enforcement, military, fire rescue, you need to be able to detach yourself emotionally from whatever situation you're in Yes. in order to make the best decisions, whether it's decisions for yourself or for your men. And at that time, I let my emotions run high, and they got the best of me. And even though I was a combat veteran, and I thought I had my tactical decision-making, my emotional well-being under control, I didn't. Because once I threw that first round, Ooh. that was it. You know, the bowling pins lined up, and that ball just came. That, that bowling ball just took them all out mm. at one, one big scoop. It's not, it's not as cool as your, your, your story, but it's to build off of it, is that I was a, I was a pitcher in college. That's right. I played college baseball, FGCU, shout out to the Eagles. Yeah. And then, uh, but it, it's the same thing. You, you're, bam, you're popping the mitt, strike, strike, strike. As soon as you start throwing balls and you're trying to fix it, you're done. That's right. You're in your head. It's all a head game. Yeah. So I can totally relate to that as far as, as getting in your own head. Sure. When we would call the pitchers head mm-hmm. cases. And then <laughs> and it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of bush league when you're on the other team yeah. and they're out there doing it. Like, oh, he can't find the strike right. zone. Yeah, you, yeah. you see the same thing in golf with yeah. guys like Phil Mickelson yeah. and Tiger Woods. You know, they're greatest golfers ever, and they're just yeah. – they look like any of us out there sure. on the links. And it's like, how do they – That's something uh, I preach now. That's, that's one of the first things I say when I teach a class now. I tell the men and women that attend my courses, you need to emotionally disconnect from what we're doing here. Yeah. Because missing a shot, it's not – and it shouldn't set the pace for the rest of your training day. Because yeah. if it does, then you're done. Yeah, go you home. Know, go home. Go That's home, it. Yeah. You know, be able to disconnect because I tell people, listen, at the end of the day, you guys are here to shoot and learn how to shoot. I got cops, armed responsible citizens, military dudes. And I tell everybody, it's not just about shooting. It's about growing and evolving, mm. right? Forming yourself up, setting yourself up to make good decisions, good tactical decisions, right? Because if you got to pull that gun out at any, any time, Got to make a good tactical decision. Yeah. You're not going to be able to do that if you're emotionally bound by what's happening. Right. Yeah. Nobody's here to judge. Exactly. Here to train you. Absolutely. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Calm collective. So, what was let's that? Cut it. We're doing a break. Yeah. Let's take a break. We'll bring it right back. Break I mean, time. Would... All right. I like it. So we're gonna we're gonna fast forward uh, on the next on the next segment. We're gonna talk about your current cool. position. Let's do it. And uh, and then also I got some questions for you. I have answers. I got some questions for you. Answers. And they're fun questions. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) We'll be right back. (laughs) All right. We're back. So you failed. You were a failure. Loser. Yeah, but hey, if you you learn how to win by failing. Absolutely. You learn how to win by failing. Absolutely. So two big steps forward. That's right. One or two other schools kicking their butts. Yeah, it's I was gonna say it's like the Apollo Dual song, two steps forward. Yeah. Once I don't know whether whatever. Uh oh. <laughs> so here we go. Boom. Yes. You pass Jacksonville. Come back. SWAT team. Any anything else to add to that? I needed more. Ooh. I felt it. Ooh. I got with my wife at that time, and I knew she knew. You know, I had a bug. That bug doesn't go away. You know, I could explain it. I could say here the only the only dudes that would really understand that are 
dudes that have been there. You're talking you, about overseas. Yeah, you get okay. a bug that just not even just overseas. You want the action. You want it. You need the, you need it in your yeah. life. I'm not an adrenaline junkie per se. Where I'm, let me hop on this roller coaster or let me drive this car 200 miles an hour. Yeah. But there's nothing in this world like kicking in a door mm-hmm. and accomplishing a mission that needs to be accomplished, and only a certain set of dudes can really do that. Yeah. I needed more. I had my buddy Andrew at that time that was a security contractor for Academy, formerly Blackwater. They had, he, he was one of my Marines. He came down and stayed with us, I'd say, about 2012 time frame. And he, he got in my ear, and he said, hey, man, if this is something you're interested in, let's rock and roll with it. So I said, okay. Applied to be a security contractor, went through all the paperwork, security clearance, everything, came in, cleared. What do you got to do for that? Just so you just uh, paperwork or interview interviews. Uh, so first, you got to be qualified. So what's, what's, there, there's a couple of um, qualifications that you go through, which are. Let me see. It's been a minute since I thought about this. So can a, can a cop become a? Yes. So they do an and or disclosure, yeah. which is basically like. So I'm a sniper, right? So they'll do and or, right? Yeah. Were you a prior service sniper, or are you and or? A police sniper. A police mm. sniper, you have to be a police sniper on a top-tier team, meaning busy, well-funded, you're getting good training, yeah, and yeah. you're getting good operational exposure. Uh-huh. Put in for it, got the gig. My buddy says, hey, man, I'm leaving this gig to go to another company. You should look at doing the same thing just because mobile gigs suck. And a mobile gig is basically, you know, you got a principal with you, and he's like, I want coffee. And it's 2 a.m., and you're like, uh, FML, man, really? Right now yeah. you want to go into this hot AO, and you want coffee. All right, boys, mount up. You know, we got to go get this dude coffee, and he's coming with us. That sucks. Yeah. So my bro was like, hey, look into a static gig. Look into this company. So I did. I looked into Aegis, put in with them at that time. Cleared. Everything came in. I had put in an app with my current department at that same time frame. Yeah. And it just happened to work out that I got picked up by both. Ah. I didn't know this, but my itinerary came in with everything for the contracting company. Had just got with my chick. I'd been down this rabbit hole. I've deployed with a significant other. Yeah. And I was like, man, I like this girl. Yeah. yeah. She's cool. Shout out to Booski. Shout out <laughs> B-A-E. And, you know, and I knew it. I was like, this is not going to work out, man. You know, she's young. She was 22 at that time. Yeah. You know, we've been together 10 years. She was 22 at that time. And I was like, this isn't going to work, dude. I'm going to literally do the contractor lifestyle, right? I'm going to mm-hmm. go 90 days out, and then I'm going to go have a great time in Costa Rica for 35 days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. But anyone, that's, anyone who knows about that's right. <laughs> That's basically yeah. contractor life, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, "This isn't gonna work out, dude. I don't want. I don't want to pursue this." I just a shout out to the guy who was like, "What happens in Costa Rica?" <laughs> <laughs> Google it. Uh, Google it. Send us a DM. <laughs> <laughs> Comment below. That's right. <laughs> so, oh, man. you know, going in tune with that. Once that came in, it, it, it's crazy. That was on a Tuesday. That same week on a Thursday, I'm FTOing a kid, driving him around, yeah. or he's driving me around, and, and I get a phone call, and it's, it's uh, the recruitment and selection unit where I work now, and they go, hey, you're hired. Can you come in? Can you be here Tuesday? 
Yep, sounds like typical. It's Thursday, yeah. and, <laughs> and like, I was like, "That sounds like our agency." I was like yeah. this. I was like, <laughs> "Yes." <Yeah. laughs> uh-huh. I was like, <laughs> "Yes, yes." <laughs> so that's it, you know. Uh-huh. And it was great because I called my sergeant. He knew, yeah, yeah. you know, pretty much what was going on. I was like, "Hey, man, I'm hightailing. I'm either going overseas, yeah, or I'm going up the road." So he knew something was coming. So when I call him, he's like. Which one is it? And I go, I'm going up the road. He goes, oh, my God, can I be there when you turn in your resignation? That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and, I was, yeah, 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 right. and I was like, that's dope. But yes. It was, it was good terms, no? It was, it was, good, it was decent terms. I would say. They're not excited. It was great terms. Yeah. Up until I did that. And I didn't know any better at that time. I should have, you know, obviously I should have taken a step back and been a little bit more methodical. Because yeah. I felt like if I said no, they'd yeah. be like, step aside. Somebody yeah. else wants the job. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah. So, Typically the way it is. You know, and, and I committed. You yeah. know, e- immediately I committed. Um, I hope I'm still in good terms, Monroe County. Yeah. Got a lot of my friends down there. I'm sure. I may go down there you again one day. You paid half the academy or they reimbursed you for the other half? Oh, no, I paid the United States government paid oh, for oh, the that's academy. that's right. That's right. Yeah, but they, yeah. pick right. You, they pick you up halfway through. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So, if, so for sh- – uh, for – Food for thought. Uh, educational right. purposes. Shout out Rick Ramsey, Sheriff Monroe County. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Same. Don't hate me, sir. Yeah, please. Hey, Come on COVID. the podcast. You're gonna, hey, you know what? Let's bring him out. He's going to be like, I <laughs> hate that guy. That's who this, you have back this, here. Come on out, Rick. This is your life. <laughs> Survey just, says. Just remember, if there's like another wave of COVID and they do roadblocks. That's like, right. Uh, that's just right. remember, this guy's still allowed into the keys. Right? Absolutely. Just, so, so typically, um, if, you don't, if you're not in the GI Bill. You pay your way through if right. you're self-sponsored, and then um, if a agency picks you up halfway through, they might even cover, and they might back pay to cover that academy expense. Right, very possible. Yeah, or they all they pick it up from where you're at, and then they'll cover the other half. So that's why I was asking. Yeah, it's all it's all a bunch of negotiations. With yeah, that. Mm-hmm. yeah, and and you should think if you're looking for somebody that you don't want to spend a. Oh, the full amount of money on yeah. go to the academy and you recruit those guys. Yes, perfectly viable. Right. Sounds like a chance for another episode. Uh huh. About we, oh, we're going to bring somebody on. I got yeah. somebody lined up for the academy to talk all about the academy. Stay tuned. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Right. Anyways, <laughs> he's going to put it down below. So we're up top. <laughs> you make the you make the jump. Boom. Right. Boom. You, you get married right away. No. 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 All right. How much does the contractors pay for overseas when you were going to go? Do you remember? I think at that time it was, uh, f- f- I want to say like 400, 400 a day. A day. A day. 365 days. That's 12-hour days. That's like, that's like $1 million. Dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, you said yeah. <laughs> you could, you, yeah. I mean, you, realistically, you could make that here without having to deploy over. Of man. course. You know. Of course. But I, no, I, there was somebody in my, one of my, in my unit that was talking about it was like 180 grand for, I think it was like six to eight months or something. But it was like 180 grand. It was big, it was big time. It'd probably have to be something very specialized, yes. like a Blackhawk yes. pilot. Some, yeah. Something. Well, I don't know. He's not a Blackhawk. More person. along the lines of. He's a, a crayon eater too. A great specialty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, eating crayons. Yeah. <laughs> so all right. Then hopefully there are non-toxic ones. That like the little water-based. Uh, we'll find ones. out. Yeah. So to so go back. You leave. Yes. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, much love to Monroe County. 100%. However, it's time for bigger, better things. Or, right? So you thought? Bigger. Bigger. Yes. S- bigger, same thing. 
More it's police work all over. Ah, police yeah, work all over yeah, is the yeah. same. You know, everybody grass is greener. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. You know, like it's the same thing, dude. I agree. So you go, uh, you become. This is where. How how long were we before you became an FTO again? It was like a year. You a said. year. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. A year because you already certified. Already certified. Five years in Marone County. Yes. So five years in Marone County. Right. SWAT team over there. Yes. You get to where you're at now. Yes. FTO. FTO. I remember you'd worked overtime. I did everything there, yeah. Uh, but I remember when you yeah, when I was FTO patrol FTO, and I was an FTO there, yeah. and then I was with. Uh, at that time, they had a unit that pretty much specialized in um, solving specific issues, street level narcotic stuff. Probably, yeah, yeah. I'd say that's in tune with it. Yeah. So, so you go over there, bang, and then it, there's an opening for the SWAT team. Yeah. You try out. Yes. You already had a, a heads up of like, man, you already knew the, the routine. I gotta get. I didn't here. know the routine. I didn't really generally know anyone there. I knew. Meaning what, what you knew what to prepare for a SWAT school. I knew what it would take to prepare for our SWAT school. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yes, and then I, I don't know if you were like sidelined, like, oh, this no, is not no. the same thing. No, no, not at all. I, I, I knew. The reputation followed it. Yes. Absolutely. There's no questions asked. I know exactly what the department is. I know exactly looking from the outside in. What I would guess to be is expected from the recruits that are coming in. Yeah. And it's, you know, realistically looking at at it as one of the dudes that's a cadre now that teaches it. Yeah. When you're looking at recruits, you want a guy that's a go-getter, independent thinker, grounded. All right. I'm going to stop you. You're a, SWAT, you're, you're a cadre, which essentially is an instructor, an instructor for the yeah. SWAT school. Right. All right. A lot of people listening aspiring to be sure. SWAT team members. I'm, uh, I'm getting into police work. Mm-hmm. I'm in the academy. I'm listening. I'm, I'm consuming everything that there is police out there. I got my thin blue line jacket on right now. Wearing it. With a tattoo on my chest. Underwear? Underwear. <laughs> Socks. Well, Hat. so I'm, I'm that guy listening. I'm ready. I'm, I'm dying to be on the SWAT team. Yeah. What, what do I need to start doing? Learn how to be a police officer first. All right. Absol- so, and I tell everybody that, you know, because looking at it now in retrospect, once you actually start the career... You may realize that a year in, you're like, I don't want to do SWAT. You know, you might be a veteran that when you first got there, you were like, this is exactly the way I want to go. Yeah. But in that time, you had a year of emotional growing Mm -hmm. that happened. And you're like, wow, I don't need the tactical lifestyle in my life anymore. I can move past this. Oh, wow, look, homicide has an opening. I'm interested in that. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you realize investigations is the way I want to go, you know? So it's just, I tell everybody, I'm like, learn how to be... A solid, well-rounded patrol officer first. Yeah. Once you got that down, then you can commit. I agree. You and know? along those lines, same sort of thing with, even further back, the police officer. When I was an SRO, I was yeah. telling Chris on the break, when I was an SRO, people would come, or kids would come into my office, 17, 18 years old. I don't know what to do. Should I become a police officer? And I'd say, wait. Yeah. Just right. like he's saying, learn how to be a police officer. I would say, learn how to be a person. Yeah. Yes. Grow up. Absolutely. Round yourself. Get some life experience. You know, you may have a whole lot of experience, but get some more, sure. do, do some you, work, do a regular job, all that kind of stuff before becoming a police officer. Say, so put some, put some, I mean, few and far between you get those people that are, oh, hey, yeah. they're going to be a great police officer at 18, 19 right. years old. The rest of us, 
you know, you, you, you need some time to grow. Yeah. Just like you've said in several stages yeah. of your life, you need some time to grow before you Evolution, really are right? able to You're hit just that. Evolving is, is the key, right? Could, yeah. you, could, could, could Chris out of high school that was going to the Marines, he could have said, no, I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a cop instead of doing the Marines. No, I, I could tell you right now. I, I no way. No, no way. Jose. I, I knew, mm-hmm. I knew what my end state was. I knew that, um, you know, I was, uh, I'd say growing up, I was a well-liked dude. Yeah. I got along with everybody, you yeah. know. Uh, I feel like I'm a pretty well-spoken dude. I was the prom king. Can you believe that? Hey. <laughs> I had hair, and I looked like Zach Morris when oh. I was a young dude. Man. Time out. <laughs> looked like a little awesome. Zach Morris Zach back Morris. then. I look Absolutely. like Screech. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, uh, you know, and... and um, Going back in tune with what I said, I was a shit heel. I yeah. wanted the action, but I wanted the action at the next level. You know, I, I, this I, is eighteen-year-old you. This is eighteen-year-old Chris. Yeah. This is I need to go. I'm I'm enlisting in the United States Marine Corps. I need to. I want to travel the world. You know, mm-hmm. and I remember the recruiter's selling point was. Girls love the uniform, bro. <laughs> and I was like, it's, true, though. <laughs> it's very true. Hell let's yeah, just let's be, true story. Let's just be 100% honest. Babe, I have no do. idea what they're talking about. I love you, babe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I love you, uh, Jose. absolutely. Since everybody else just did it, she knows. <laughs> you know, but going in tune with that, there's nothing like a dress blues uniform. You know, you, you, you get this just. Poster picture, Marine. Yeah. All of a sudden, they look like me a couple years in, yeah. sleeved out. What happened? No yeah. hair. You know, the poster yeah. Marine's a blonde dude with blue yeah. eyes and just square jaw. You yeah. know, you get some fat dude like me sitting there, <laughs> sleeved out. You're like, at what point did you turn into a rhinoceros? <laughs> <laughs> That's so, awesome. So, okay, so it's a no. I'm a no. At 18, hell, hell no. Hell no. Yeah, what same way. You? Eh, maybe, but no, but I definitely wanted to go to college. All right, but, but I'm you, also a different kind of mentality. You had a different mentality because you also you were you were uh, you had different type of police like, officer. Well, you were a scout. You were in the scouts, right? Yeah, yeah. Eagle Scout, JROTC. So, like, yeah. so I mean, I was very much. I did ROTC in awesome. college for yeah. a year, and it was one of those. Sure, we'll go backstory real quick. Yeah, it was one of those like, hey, we need you to sign. We need you to sign. Yeah. We need you to sign. And I go. This waking up early in the morning thing kind of stinks. Like yeah. sucks. PT yeah. and stuff. I'm in. I'm in college. My roommates are going to do these things. Yeah. I'm just going to investigate this a little bit yeah. more. And I just said, this is fun. It's That's been right. a great time. It's helped me with a base. But I'm going to do this school thing. That's for right. A while. Yeah. So but it's just yeah. di- directions for everybody. So, so the to the listener out there, 18 year old, mm-hmm. you'll get there. Mm-hmm. No, you rush. will get there. Yeah. So the guy who squared away in 18. Maybe it's time for you sure. to uh, whatever you know. Um, there's I know the guy that, that got out. He was actually our intern. He was in high school. He was on the vlog. His name is Jerry. Shout out to Jerry. Jerry. And then uh, he he goes right out of high school. And we we're and I was telling him, bro, go to college, go to college, go to college. He's like, all right, all right, all right. And then he's like, hey, by the way, I have interviews. Hey, by the way, I'm hired. Hey, <laughs> great for listening. Guess what? He's a great cop. Awesome. Well spoken guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great cop. He's a he's a bright future ahead of him. Can I say something controversial? Go. Frat dudes, yeah, don't hold a candle to the way that Marines party. Oh no, I nah. completely. I, I'm not a frat. I'm just gonna myself, be. Let's just be very clear about that. So what that, you're saying so. is they're not on your level? No, not back then they weren't. Oh, no, okay. my level now is I have two beers. I'm an old dude, man. Yeah. I'm like, I've oh, spent well, some they... time drinking <laughs> with Marines, and I've also spent my time in college. That's right. Yes, I get it. Absolutely. I get it. You're correct. Yeah. 
Hey guys, just wanted to let you know that the new video Operation Smooth featuring TTOG is now up on Nick Off Duty. So as soon as the podcast is over, head on over there and check it out now. All right, let's get back to the podcast. All right, let's fast forward. You're on a SWAT team. Mm-hmm. Boom. Uh, within a SWAT team element, what what else? Like, how there's a breakdown, or is it? I'm a I'm a SWAT team member, and that's it. Or I what's can do the everything. Or what's the do you have specializations? Yeah, there's specializations to it. Starting out from the lower level, you're just a sponge, right? Yeah. And you're just there to really soak everything in, mm-hmm. learn the job. Um, you know, you're going to have certain things that you need to take care of your first year on the team. You drive the truck around, then load the load the <laughs> Mostly, ammunition. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the work it. that nobody wants to do. Yeah. You know, you're you're going to be doing that. You're the, earning your the, keeps. hundred yeah. percent. You know, and and I'll be honest, I wasn't the best at that because mm-hmm. I came in, I had a little bit of a saltier attitude. Yeah. Um, obviously, it didn't get you know get me anywhere. No. This is a place where you could be literally a dev dude, right? A Team Six guy, and you come on board, they're going to be like, "Here, dude." <laughs> Go clean the tires on the APC. <laughs> you know, like that. I mean, that's right. That's the world we live that's in, you know. Truth. And yeah. it, it took me a minute to, to really grasp yeah. that. Uh, probably more than a minute. But, you know, eventually I grasped it. And I'm like, okay, I'm with it. I'm, I'm Roger that. I'm here. Um, so your job is really just whatever I knew at that point really got crisper. You go from a mindset and in a training aspect of training for the masses, right? And training for the man. Big difference. Yeah, Especially, explain that. Break that down real okay, quick. Okay, so basically what that is, is training for the masses is everybody's online, everybody's shooting. Cool. This is quality training at the platoon size, at the larger scale company size. When you get to more specialized training for the man, it's now individual skills and abilities that you're working up. So now it's individual close quarter battle or uh, close quarter tactics that you're really honing in on. What can I teach you as an individual to work on better Mm -hmm. that's going to just better you? But now when I throw you into the mix, run more smoothly within the team. Okay, so it's not a blanketed approach. Correct. It's a more targeted, hey, we're going to work on this with you. Absolutely. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, absolutely. You know, everybody has deficiencies. Yeah. Coming in, everybody's going to have deficiencies. The goal is obviously provide the training for the masses, but then also be able to focus specifically on the training for the man. Yeah. Whatever you're deficient in as an individual, we will work on that and bring you up to speed. Yeah. So now you got a group of just alpha males, yeah. right? Like just... Mm-hmm. I work with some good dudes. Yes. I work with some very good dudes. Shout out to all the good dudes that I know. All the good <laughs> They're dudes. They're good. They're all good guys. Out man. in the world. Good guys. Yeah. Next level go-getters. Yeah. Committed, dedicated, you know. They write books about these types of dudes, you know. And it's one of these things where when you realize the caliber of man you're working with, number one, it's just it's a distinct honor and pleasure to even be on that playing field with them. Yeah. But being able to accomplish certain tasks, even on the training side, where everybody's like, hey, we really got to work on this. Okay, cool. Boom. Everybody puts an effort into it. Right. And so nobody gets left behind. Yeah. You know, and that's key, especially when you're running a a larger element. You're working on a busier, more well-funded unit. It's important that your training skill set is on par with your operational skill set. 
so that one isn't lacking mm-hmm. on the other, right? Because you got some teams that are so busy that their training gets kind of thrown to the wayside. So everything they do is OJT. Mm. You know what I mean? Hey, when's the last time you covered that? Well, I just did that yesterday. On the job training. Absolutely. On the job mm-hmm. training. You know, where if you can have an equal balance, throw training in whenever you can. Put a hip pocket class out and be like, hey, this is what we're talking about real quick. Boom, 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 boom. Everybody's up to speed. You're like, cool. You know, and this is one of those units where you look around and nobody's ever really a deer in headlights. Things get explained very well. Mm -hmm. Guys have a good grasp. But this is also one of the most elite units in the country. Yes, you know, this I can, is. I can say yes. You know, so you're 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 not going to show up here and just come on board. Hey, we like you. You're cool. Come on board. No, right, this is no. one hell of a vetting. Believe process. me, I tried. <laughs> yeah, we like you. You're cool, but no. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Stick to the vlogs. Yeah. yeah. But um. Guy. So so. Now, try out. You go through the school. You're well prepared, or not? Well, you at least prepared for. Sure. Okay. Yeah. You survive it. Good word. Yeah, because that school is hell. It's survival. Yeah. yeah. It, it is. Not only is it hot, but you yeah. guys are doing some activities that I'm like, wow. Well, you could be good at everything. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're not good at, it's going to get exploited. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, you could have a PT stud that kind of could be better at shooting, or you could have a shooter that could, could be have better. better PT. You know, it doesn't matter. You could be amazing at everything, and you hate the water. No. Whatever it is, that it, skill ooh. set. We have something yeah. for everybody. Watch, watch, watch the vlogs. Uh, if you guys go over to the those my, are rated my, PG by the are, way. I guess it's almost G, but yeah, PG, PG, PG. So there's a lot of innuendos in there. Yes. If you look, um, there's an there's in one of the episodes in the schools where somebody squared away, but that water element crushed them, destroyed. It killed them. I remember. Yes, Oof. it's and it and and uh, and I'm not gonna. There's a, there's a there's a certain reason there's a reason behind the madness sure. there is uh, there's a, there's a point where they fill up your goggles right okay yeah. so you're wearing the snorkel yep. but they fill it up with water mm-hmm. and you have to learn how to breathe and respirate eh? like that out of your mouth so you have to kind of just concentrate don't breathe out of your nose or you're going to intake all this water right. that's floating around in your mask so you're actually training mouth breathers because a lot of people complain yeah, about so. those type of people <laughs> <laughs> well it's it's the rhyme and reason no, yeah, behind it, it because i'm <laughs> well, like hey, so what's what's the so madness the, behind the, this? the method of yeah. the 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 madness there is stay calm yeah. Right? Like, don't lose your bearing. Relax. Yeah. Think about this, and I'll put this in terms that you guys will be like, okay, that makes sense, right? The country's absolutely finest warfighters, right? Green Berets and Frogmen, right? How are these dudes able to literally swim across the pool underwater 50 meters without taking a breath, right? They go all the way back and all the way back to the starting point, right, without taking one breath, if you look at them, it's efficiency. And these dudes do their best to just stay calm and relaxed. Heart right? rate. Heart rate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything. They just they have everything down packed. So what we're looking for is, if we're looking to exploit that, are you going to freak out when rounds start just yeah. coming in? Yeah. You know? And that's something that we vet. Because water, similar to rounds, Absolutely. is an unforgiving well, well, water thing. is unforgiving. Yeah. And Absolutely. Then, and then the, the training point behind it was that uh, if, you're, if you're going, you have to, to get off a boat. Uh, and, I, and correct me on the, the terminology there, but if you're jumping off the boat at night to go to one of these houses that are off the water, yeah. then you start taking in water right. into your mask. 
you better learn how to figure it out because yeah. if you don't, right. you're gonna you're, you're gonna uh, be a detriment there. to the to the mission. Right. Exactly, can't sit there and tread water and wait yeah, for you. Sure. Oh my god, guys! Oh my god, I got water in my mask. Oh, right. yeah. oh my god! Absolutely. So it was. It's a you know, like they say, there's a there's a method to the madness. Absolutely. So you go bang. Now you graduate, SWAT school, the different elements. Uh, real quick, hit those real quick. Uh, the different parts. The different elements within the. Uh, you said you were a sniper. Still am. So, but that's what yeah, I'm saying. Still so am. Is that a part of it? Sure, absolutely. So not everyone so, who's, who makes SWAT school correct automatically becomes right. A sniper. Absolutely. Uh, obviously, volunteer position. Yeah. You know that, and you know just just to be very clear, when it comes to being a sniper, whether it's in the military or in the law enforcement side, it needs to be a volunteer position. You cannot effectively have someone operate behind that gun unless they have a willingness to take a life to save a life. Mm -hmm. And you can only get that from somebody that's volunteering for the position. You're not going to get that from somebody that's told you have to do this. Yeah. Good point. Uh, That's that's very important. That's that's written in doctrine publications throughout the military. You know, and and, and that's just one of those things. You you need a volunteer because that's somebody that says, hey, I want to do this. So they, they they say, look, this is this is what being a sniper involves. Sure. Are you down? Absolutely. Yes or no? Absolutely. Bang. No? Okay. Right. All right, well, so sniper. Yes. That's one. You got the boot, the guy who's running ammunition. That's the guy who's learning the sponge. He's a, he, uh, the sponge. He's a team member. You okay. know, some units, depending on what team you're on, what department you're in, they'll be known as an uh, assaulter. Okay. All right, because when an assault is being carried out, which is just a structure is being taken over methodically, systematically, you're part of the first element that's inside to, best word I could say, is gain a foothold in the property and then just start dominating it mm-hmm. little by little. All right. That's an assaulter. Yes. That's the guy who just got out of the uh, SWAT school. Yes. Also the sponge. Sponge. Sniper. Yes. What else? You got waterborne guys. Waterborne. So, you know, we're surrounded by water on three sides. Waterborne mm-hmm. guys are specialized in waterborne operations. That's going to be swimming. Whether you're doing scout swimming operations, vessel boarding operations, um, could be anything in the water. Okay. Wow. What else? Well, obviously, from there you're going to have um, other specialties: explosive breachers. Mm-hmm. These are guys that go to courses that are specifically generated towards making a energetic. Breach. <laughs> I like the way he's selects. So I had to, you know, energetic. and I know, because listen, yeah. I know, you know, yeah. that is the actual correct terminology. Yeah, it's an yeah. energetic breach. Right. Uh, so making energetic breaches, and that's a very intricate course as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very intricate course. Guys that go to that are not just knuckle draggers that are just like, oh, oh, me yeah. caveman, me do nah. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're gonna send the best of the best for okay. those spots. Uh, guys that you know that you can count on under pressure that can carry out these specialized operations within a specialized unit already. What about medical? Medical, so we have medics that are duly certified as police officers. So they'll go through, an, uh, I believe it's an 11-week auxiliary academy where they'll be certified as auxiliary police officers. But originally they were... Fire medics. Firefighters. Fire. Fire fighters for the same 
Those guys. Municipality. Municipality. They just get it all, man. Right. And, yeah. They Everyone get, loves them. They, they get, the, get to be on a SWAT team. sofas and the recliners. What? They're pretty hot. Yeah. Right? Like, these dudes are shredded. I love them. Do they right? still wear like, those pants? Calendar. Oh, come on. These guys have their own calendar, bro. So October. What's the hottest one? December or October? Jesus. Probably. How does that usually work? I don't know. I'd say probably, probably, probably December, bro. Probably December. Yeah. So these guys, they get it all, man. You know what? I don't really dislike people, but firefighters. <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you this. Rightfully so, though, because, and I learned that lesson many years ago. United kidding, States Marine Corps infantry line units, you don't have dedicated Marines that are medics. You have Navy corpsmen. corpsmen. So corpsmen provide the medical um, for you. Yeah. These guys are the same way. Where those guys, those medics, not only hump around what you're humping around, they're lugging a gun, too, and if there's a gunfight, they're in it. Number one, they're providing triage. Number two, if they're putting a bad guy down, they're putting a bad guy down. So they're expected to do everything you're expected to do and save a life. And, yeah. Absolutely. Our medics, phenomenal. Same thing. That's you awesome. know, these are, these are dudes that their original profession was medical, medical, medical. Yeah. And now we teach these dudes, hey, man, something happens. I need you to carry this gun. Come take care of business and then come take care of me. Yeah. And they are rock and roll. Yeah, they're squared away. Absolutely. Do, do they carry firearms? They do, absolutely. Issued firearms, absolutely. They go through. Because like you said they're duly certified. Though. Correct. Yeah, no, yeah. Th- these guys are the real deal. And and a shout-out to all my fire friends. Please, yes. all my all my fire peeps out there, I'm just making a joke. I'm envious more than anything. And so you're, you're a full-time operator, full-time on the team. Yes. That's your 9-5 yep. in air quotes. Um, some cities like mine is a part time where yeah. the officers are on the road and then they are either called off for trainings or called off for missions, um, all that kind of stuff. And then there's other agencies we were discussing that are uh, multi agency uh, SWAT teams sure. for yeah, you know small. larger regions yeah. that just maybe aren't as busy. So you've got those different levels. Are those fire medics with you guys? 100% of the time full-time, or are they also on a truck, ladder? They're on a collateral basis, What's meaning that? their full-time job is to provide medical services for the population of the city. Okay. So, call-out basis. Call-out basis. Okay. Hey, Anything need- SWAT-related, they'll be with us. Okay. Absolutely. So they're on a call. Right. they got a beeper. Right. Okay. So, beep, beep, beep. So they might be on a truck. Red vehicle or right. down in my uh, red. We got red. City. We got red. Red. Yeah. Red. Red. Fr- woo. Ladders and yeah. stuff. And the beeper goes <laughs> off. We've got to go to work in right. that direction. Right. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Okay. So that's it. Mm-hmm. And then obviously you have your rank structure. We have a commander, a sergeant over the officers, and sure. it's like it's like any other unit. Right. All right. So you got them. Fast forward all the way through. TTOG is, mm. is here. Okay. And you're rocking and rolling mm-hmm. all over the place. You just got back from Arkansas. Yes. Or Arkansas. <laughs> okay. You're doing big things, right? Yep. TTOG at first, uh, you, three years ago it started? Yeah. Going three, on four. Years. four. Yeah, going, going on four years. Yeah. What is TTOG? TTOG. Go. TTOG is a tactical train operations group. So TTOG originally started as a concept of just providing the absolute best training available where I was located, which was South Florida. That's evolved. Yep. Um, It's grown substantially over the last three and a half years. A lot of blessings, you know, 
I had this discussion with my wife, but you know, my mistress is my grind. Yeah. My mistress is the grind. And part of that grind is I am constantly teaching, training, traveling amongst my regular duties as a police officer. And in doing so, you're able to really keep yourself sharp, especially when it comes to shooting tactics. Um, I've been blessed to come on a company called Fieldcraft Survival. Yeah, huge. Huge. That's huge. So I was hand-selected for... I was hand-selected by uh, my buddy Raul Martinez, who's the director of training over there. Shout-out to Raul. Got to get him on. Got to get him on. Shout-out to Raul. You could be sitting here. (laughs) You will be sitting here. I I actually attended a course, met Raul, had a great time, had a blast. Um, Had a great time and a blast after the class. Hey. You know, we talk a lot. My mindset is everything in life is a vetting process. doesn't matter what you show up to. If you're showing up to an event like that and you are a shooter and you are a trainer, you better show up with your A game. Yes. And I did. A couple days later, Raul asked me, he goes, hey, man, question for you. Be real happy if you came on board with this company, dude. I think that um, you're a cool dude, good shooter. You have a good message to spread. I go, that's awesome. And it was a great compliment and a humble feeling because I look up to feel craft survival. You yeah. know, when people are like, hey, who do you train with? I go, feel craft survival. You got a poster on the wall. Absolutely. And, <laughs> and now to be part of that. Next to the Backstreet Boys. Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry. And now to be part of that and be able to run TTOG, do TTOG, and also travel the country and spread the message of Fieldcraft Survival. Very cool feeling. And as an instructor, I got to tell you, it's next level. Keeps you sharp, next level sharp. Yeah. You know, if you're constantly slinging lead down range, you're constantly picking up on things. You're honing in on your efficiency. You know, my company motto is be deliberate, be efficient, be effective. You know, if you're doing something, it needs to be done very deliberately. That's going to increase your efficiency. And at the end of the day, that's going to increase your overall effectiveness. That's awesome. You so know. to break it down, you're here to do something, do that. Absolutely. And try your hardest at doing that. Absolutely. And you will be the best at doing that. Absolutely. Just do and this. Do, and do it in the most efficient manner yeah. possible. And I tell people, people laugh, you know. So my classes are full of humor. I, I love having a good time. Yeah. Um, efficiency yeah. was created, by the way, by the laziest person in the world, right? <laughs> They're like, yeah. oh, my God, I have to take my ammo from the back of my car. And I have to walk it all the way to the three-yard line to shoot, right? What are we talking about here? 50 yards? Yeah. They're like, Jesus Christ. And then somebody's like, hey, bro, look what I created. It's got four wheels. Load your ammo on it and pull it. And they're like, bro, we're going to call that efficiency. Right? Like point A to point B. Just in like. Making it easier. Absolutely, bro. You know. And it's the same thing with shooting. When it comes to that, just building efficiency means just get rid of wasted stuff. Right? Movements, motions, manipulations. Everything in life. When it comes to gunfighting, you're under a clock. Right? You, You need to execute the fundamentals flawlessly so that you walk out of there. And the last thing you want to do when it comes to building efficiency is think about what the fundamentals are while you're actually doing them. That sucks. So so better training is shooting from a windshield of a car and all that stuff. I, th- I think that's great. 
Sure. But if you're not mastering the I think that's very important, and I think that's something that people should should prioritize, right? Like gunfighting yeah. is prioritizing, right? Yes. So that's the problem is that people see certain things, and they're like, I'm going to prioritize that because that looks incredible. Yes. Instead of saying, you know what, I'll get to that. I need to prioritize just understanding how to even use this gun. Yes. How to get this gun on target and hit what I'm aiming at static without Building moving. Building blocks. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. I need to be able to hit what I'm aiming at with no pressure, no stress. Every single time, what does that do? Well, that builds that when something actually goes down, if I can hit in the immediate area or vicinity of what I'm aiming at, when things are really piping off, mm-hmm. yeah. physiological effects are really going in, well, then I'm, I'm doing the right thing. So, you know? so, to, so better, obviously. Before we start going and laying down and doing all this cool stuff, which yeah. eventually you need to get to anyway. You do need to get to that, Absolutely. Uh, master the fundamentals. That's what it's all about. People are like, man, but that's not cool. Yeah, hundred yeah. well, percent. And this is the thing, right? Right. Well, this is the thing, right? Everybody's like, gunfighting sexy, and it's really not. Yeah. You know, like, oh, that looks sexy. That's awesome. It's not. You know, I tell people when they come to my class, listen, it's nitty gritty. It's bloody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You leave somebody laying in a pile of blood. Yeah. It's not a good sight. Nah. You know, and I tell people all the time when I talk to people in my courses. You know, I talk from experience, so I'm not going to tell you about how to be a gunfighter and then just throw theories at you and be like, hey, try that. Let me know if it worked so that I can make sure I document <laughs> it yeah. and it's yeah. good, right? Yeah. I'm going to tell you. Teach exactly, yeah. right? 60% of the yeah, time it works every time. Of the time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of it's one of those things that it boils down to where you're like, hey, listen, execute the fundamentals correctly. Focus on this. Prioritize, right? Especially with whatever situation you're in. Some things are more forgiving than others. Distance is one of those things. If I'm up close to you, I know my backdrop is just me and you, and I'm two yards away from you, I can sling lead pretty quick, fast, and in a hurry. If I'm 25 yards out and i got to really pick up that sight, I need to really hone in on all my fundamentals and ensure that I execute everything accordingly, right? At the end of the day, gunfighting is executing fundamentals correctly, prioritizing, working angles, and making good tactical decisions. You know, guys get lost in translation when they're like speed, accuracy, speed, accuracy. And I tell everybody, looks really bad when you shoot super fast and you missed every round. Yeah. Take that little millisecond, slow it down, pick up the sight, and squeeze. Yep. And it blows people's minds when you, when you ask them. You're like, hey, who usually picks up a sight? And they go, I don't know. It's like... The winner of the gunfight. Ah. Uh, you know? And that's that's just what it boils down to. The sexy good. stuff, build up to it. Yeah. Not, don't not yeah. do that. Like, no, do it for sure. But, but first build up. But do it so that that's not the first thing you did, and you completely jack that up. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I did great, right? And some instructors are scared to tell you, you suck. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. You scare me. Yeah. They're scared to say that, right? Because they're like, week. I don't want this guy to leave my class and then put out a bad word or this dude's popular on Instagram. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Like, right. I don't care about that. Number yeah. one, I tell people, hey, listen, you need to be safe wherever you're working. Number two, if you suck, you're out of here. Yeah. I'm not going to deal with the liability of it. Not just for that. Like, don't shoot me. Don't shoot each other. Yeah. Don't shoot me. Yeah. Let's go <laughs> right back to the beginning. Hey, but I'm going to note that again. To, 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 to wrap that up, you, you're law enforcement only or you have like, – Oh, no. We're open to everybody. So when I started out, I was just law, law enforcement. Yeah. And that was up until this year, man. You know, my, my classes have always been rock and roll. 
Uh, it's been this year that I've gotten a big push. Law enforcement and military, that's what it was. Law enforcement, military, restricted courses only. Yeah, that's what you were doing before. And that kind of put a lot of people in the backdrop like, yeah. hey, man, I want it. what the hell? I want to yeah. come out. So I'm like, you know what? I, ha- I actually had a, a, a good friend of mine, committed dude, good guy. He's one of my sponsors from Palm Beach Tactical. Shout out to Palm Beach Tactical. Shout out Manny. to Manny from PBT. Manny said, hey, Chris, let's do a gunfighter class. I want to open it up to everybody. I go, let's do it. Yeah. So let's spread the message. So, you know, when I talk gunfighting fundamentals, like people, it blows their minds when you tell them the fundamentals don't change. They don't, right? What changes is the way that that message is delivered, right? If I can convey that message to you in a manner that you're like, wow. Yeah. It just made so much more sense. Like, I've gone to these other three dudes, and it, I got it. I grasp it, right? One of the things that I do is I just make people laugh, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I never go in on people yeah. personally attacking right. them unless they're super hot with great beards, right? <laughs> See, even that. Like, Where's your beard? When you do that, like, it breaks people down, yeah. right? You know, and I used to be the dude that would show up and wear cry precision pants and look all high speed. I don't do that anymore, bro. Right. You know, I break it down back to regular level, dude. I'm wearing express jeans for gunfighting, Converse. bro. Right? Yeah, Converse. Because, because you definitely do. And, I mean, that goes into just even the law enforcement world with your training officers. If they're a little more relatable to sure. you but still getting the message across right. and, and breaking that fear and tension sure. to allow you to, okay, you got you to gotta get a little nervous. Yeah. Anyways, because right. you're going to be nervous in a real gunfight. Right. You're going to have the adrenaline and stuff. So you got to get that. Well, but you're not going to learn much from somebody that you're just totally scared of. So part of, afraid like, of, part can, of that. I can never be that guy. Well, you know? And that's the thing, right? Like People are like, dude, your Instagram. Shout out to Andrew Gilbert Photo, by the way. That's, yeah. that's my guy. TTOG uh, underscore LLC on Instagram. It. We're going to link it. You know, Andrew does such a good job of just capturing the um, he's got a darker side, more nitty gritty. And um, I love that. So that builds an image, right? An image is one thing, right? Images. People don't realize an image is not reality, right? It's an image, bro. You Mm -hmm. know, like, do I wear nods to work? Absolutely. Yeah. Do I wear plate carriers and rock awesome guns? Yes, I do. Is my mission set very dangerous? Absolutely. It is. But none of that gets captured in an awesome fashion when I'm executing an operation for a warrant service, right? Yeah. So I have a dude that captures that image. He has an eye for that specifically, and people like to see that. Yeah. But what I love is that I establish that image, and when you show up to my class, you're cracking up. Yeah. You're like, dude, this dude's funny as hell. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, man, that's what this is about, right? So the one thing I found is through comedy— I get people's attention. And if you can keep people interested in what you're teaching, you're conveying the message. Yes. That's I'm, it, I'm man. I'm, I'm, uh, that's one of my strategies over Absolutely. at the Academy. So. You enjoy comedy, don't you? Yeah. Well, you were a comedian. <laughs> yeah, I actually was back in the day, but that's for another podcast. I'm actually going to have a, pod, uh, a comedian on. My boy Neary. My boy yeah, Neary Sands going to be on. Yesterday. So that's that's awesome. a future podcast. But Chris. Sir. Christian. Nick. Yeah. Hey. Hell of a hell of a first ride, man. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I'm sorry to cut it short. I feel like it's my uh, fault. But yeah, we got to keep them wanting more. Well, I just got, I want to leave. Can I say one last thing? You can say it. And this is something that I share in all my classes. And this is the way that I leave all of my classes. Because there's an expectation of perfection, right? Yeah. It's a fallacy. And I tell everybody, because we're all humans, right? I say, hey, guys, listen. Everybody misses. You just can't miss when it matters. 
I like the way you lean into the mic when you drive home a point. Jocko. Jocko. <laughs> I love Jocko. Yeah, I love Fieldcraft Survival. Shout out to all my bros over there. Yes. Mike Glover. Yes. Raul Martinez. Go. Keep oh, going. Plug, Follow plug. my guys, We're going to roll credits. Plug, 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 We're going to roll credits. Can I do that? Can I give a shout? You can go. Roscoe Manufacturing. Bang. Gabe, I love you. PBT Manny, I love you. Say it one more. Manny, one more. Say it one more. PBT Manny, I love you. Thank you, bro. American Defense Manufacturing, God bless you. And guys, shout out to my bro, DA1. He will be on. My boy Dave. Dave Vandriel. Bringing him on for some CQB talk. Absolutely. Last last but not least is Howitzer. Howitzer. Guys ask me, hey, what's that shirt? It's Howitzer. They created the rhino. Boom. And, and uh, that is your mascot. That's the mascot. Yeah. Yeah. That's you. Because I'm fat, <laughs> and I have a big nose, and I look like a rhino. <laughs> stand in so my way. You don't have to say it. Yeah. I'll say it. Yes. Oh, man. That was awesome. That All was right. awesome. Hey, cheers, my, cheers, cheers. my man. Cheers, my cool bros. Cheers. Salute. Episode three in the bag. Absolutely. Marcelo, I love you. <laughs> He's going with the shout-outs. <laughs> Calling all units, calling all units. Donut Shot has a fresh dozen. Go ahead and take a 1040.